Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. We appreciate you, as always, for coming in and listening with us. Uh, We're going to dive right into the podcast on today. This is part three of our series uh, that we've been doing, I Marriage for Love, and You Should Too. And the last couple of podcasts that we've done, we've done on this subject. And I've just been sharing my feelings and my thoughts on why we should get married and love still being the primary reason why we ought to become man and wife love still being the primary reason why we should get married. I know there's a lot of uh, other theories and intangibles that people like to bring up, but as we've illustrated in the first two podcasts, and I hope you go back and listen to them if you haven't already, as we've already illustrated a lot of the things that we talk about marrying for, oh, you don't marry for love, you marry for this, you marry for that. All of those things are encompassed in love. And it seems like to me that we have decided to try and redefine love and love really needed no redefinition. So this is part three of this series. We're going to wrap it up here. And I was sharing, let me give you one more note before we get going. Um, what I've been sharing is uh, I did some radio broadcasts on this subject and I had a bunch of notes and I decided to do it on the podcast side as well and, and bring those notes over to share with you. Because when I saw this post about how we shouldn't, uh, it was a video clip about how we shouldn't marry for love. Um, it just inspired me to defend love, if you will. And so uh, let's get into this last page of the notes, the last podcast we're going to do on this. And I hope you've enjoyed the other two. Again, if you haven't listened to those already, go back and check them out. And then we hope that you enjoy this one. And so I want to talk about three uh, components in this last podcast. I want to talk about three things that I put uh, in those notes. And uh, that's going to be the last part of this. So there's supportive love, sacrificial love and forgiving love. Now, we've talked about sacrificial love. We talked about it, I believe, in the last podcast about that sacrificial love. And I'm going to go a little bit more into that. But there are three components that I wrote down here. And I'm going to share some scripture with you uh, as well to support uh, that forgiving love. But supportive love, sacrificial love and forgiving love. And when you talk about being in a marriage, these are the types of things that you're going to need. You're going to be able to. So you're going to have to be able to support uh, your partner. You're going to have to be able to sacrifice for them. And I'm going to touch on something uh, when we discuss that too, a difference between uh, sacrifice and compromise and then forgive. And so forgiveness is so very important. So let me talk about this supportive love, the three levels of supportive love that I wrote down. This is just uh, my personal feeling. There's three levels of supportive love. Who's there for you emotionally? Who's there for you physically? And who's there for you in honesty? And so let me let me discuss those very quickly. Who's there for you emotionally? This is uh, again, we, we cannot discount love and emotion and things like that when it goes into a marriage. It can't just be stuff and material. And, and you know, uh, if my wife's having a bad day, you know, buying her some stuff may make her feel better, you know. But at the same time, sometimes when my wife is having a bad day, she wants me to sit down and listen to her. She wants me to sit down and let her express herself. And and I could go to the mall all day. But if that stuff is still on her heart, I don't know if I've really helped her. And so when you talk about love, see, these are the things when we talk about what do you bring to the table? When we sit down at the table and start discussing what people bring to the table, emotional support better be on that list. 
Um, help me so, uh, emotionally when I'm when I'm going through something, when I'm going through something that's challenging and it's stressing me out or it's breaking my heart or, or, or whatever it is that that may be going on. Help me with my emotions. I mean, you, you can't you don't have enough money in your pocket to, to, to make some people feel better. They need to be able to talk and they need to be able to know that they can depend on you emotionally when I'm going through, when I'm feeling in love. You know, we talked about that too. Uh, when, when I'm feeling that feeling of romance and, and, and I want to, to share my love, I need to know that that love is reciprocated. That's not at the mall, y'all. That's not at the jewelry store. That's just inside of a person. And I need to know that when I give out love, that love is going to come back to me. However, you're capable of coming back. And, and, and I mentioned in one of these podcasts, the worst thing that you can bring to your marriage is a, a measuring cup. You, your partner doesn't have to love in the same way or to the same degree that you do, but they have to be able to give you what you need. So uh, that that emotional support. So that support of love. Who's there for you physically? Let's be honest, brothers and sisters. And yes, I am a minister, but there's physical side to love. We, we got to make sure that we're always putting uh, physical contact and sex in this proper perspective. And so who's there for you physically? That sexual component of marriage has to be there. There's got to be that physical connection that we have, but not just from a sexual standpoint, but who's there for me physically to show up when I got things going on, to, to be there physically to support me, to be there next to me when when I say I need a shoulder to lean on. Sometimes I need a physical shoulder to lean on, not just an emotional shoulder like I'm listening, I'm here for you. Uh, sometimes I need to be able to lay my head on you. And have you comfort me in that way um, when I've got some things going on in my professional life, you know, when I'm being honored somewhere or when I'm putting on something, who's going to show up for me physically? Who's going to show me that supportive love? These are the types of things. Again, when you talk about what do you bring to the table in negotiation mentality, these are the types of things that you cannot buy. You cannot buy that type of support for people. And then who's there for you in honesty? We talk about what people bring to the table there. When you're in a marriage, you and your your, your partner, you and your wife, you, you and your husband, you all have to be uh, honest with one another. You've got to know that if I go to anybody else and they tell me some stuff that ain't true, I should always be able to come within my marriage and get the truth, even if it's a hard truth. Even if it's a truth that caused us maybe not to speak for a couple of hours, I need to be, I need to know that you're here for me in honesty. These things are all encompassed in love because the person that loves you will be honest with you. And sometimes even when it hurts, they'll be honest with you because they know the lie is going to do way more damage than the truth will. The truth is going to hurt for a minute, but it's the truth. And, and we have to deal with things in truth, but that lie it's going to cause two problems because you've lied to me. That's going to hurt me. And then Lord have mercy when I find out that you lied for me, because now I got to deal with the lie and the truth. And so you've got to know those, those three levels of support. Who's there for me emotionally? Who's there to pick up the pieces when I fall apart? Who's there to console me when things ain't going right? Who's there for me physically, whether it be in the bedroom, whether it be just to show up and support me uh, when I'm doing things, when I'm chasing my dreams or whatever. And then who's there for me in honesty? Who's going to be there to always tell me the truth about what's going on so that I can always be living my life in truth? And so there's that, that supportive love and then that sacrificial love. Again, I want to go back to that because it's so important that we have a sacrificial 
uh, love in our marriages. I, I, I was speaking to my wife the other day concerning these podcasts, and I told her uh, sacrificial love, again, is is the love that, that she and I give to each other and not really expecting anything in return how we love each other. And we just give sometimes without saying, okay, I gave you this. Now I'm expecting this back on the other side. And so, uh, we talked about that. We talked about that sacrificial love and how we have learned, even as we've been together all these years, how to just give to each other and not keep track of what we've done for each other. I just gave to you. I, this is sacrificial love. I just gave to you. You don't have to give me anything in return. I just gave this to you because I love you. And so we talked about that sacrificial love. Now, I want to make sure that I make this distinction before I move on to the forgiving love. I told her the other day, I shared with my wife the other day, I said, for me, there's a difference between compromise and sacrifice. And so for a lot of people, they think, well, you know, you have to sacrifice, you have to sacrifice, and that's how you compromise. Now, again, in compromise, there is a sacrifice to be made, but in compromise, I'm going to give up something for something. I'm going to, I'm going to compromise. I'll give you this if you give me that. And, and that's good in a, in a marriage because sometimes you do have to give up something in order to get something back in return. Uh, but sacrificial love is like I'm sacrificing, which means I'm going to give this up. And I may not get anything in return except my wife's happiness. She may not get anything in return except my, my happiness. She may give up something tangible to get something back that's intangible. She may sacrifice and say, I'm going to do this for my husband, for my family, you know, for our child. And I may not get anything in return, but because I love them, I'm going to do this. And because I know that my husband would do the same thing for me. And so this is important so that we have that sacrificial love that we learn how to give to one another. Again, not coming to the table saying, what did you bring to the table? If you brought sacrificial love to the table, you brought something more powerful than anything else that you can put down on that paper. Because you've come, you've come to me and said, I'm bringing sacrificial love, which means I'm willing to sacrifice whatever to make you happy. And so that sacrificial love is important. Now, let me close this out here. I want to talk about this forgiving love, because when we talk about I married for love and you should, too, if you don't know how to forgive in your marriage, I don't care what type of physical things that you have. I don't care what type of things you bought. I don't care what type of car you drive, what type of house you live in. If you don't know how to forgive in your marriage, none of these things is going to matter because you're going to have some issues in your marriage that you cannot get out from under. There's got to be a forgiving love in marriage. So as we sit down uh, these days at our negotiating table for love and say what you bring to the table, if forgiveness ain't on that paper, we're going to have a problem. And so a lot of times we don't want to talk about forgiveness because to put forgiveness on the paper is already suggesting that I'm going to screw up. But I want I want to make sure that you all understand this, whether you put it down or not, it's going to happen. The two people ain't going to come together and never clash. And there's got to be some forgiveness in your marriage. So when you talk about being, uh, when you talk about marrying for love, rather, part of that love means I'm going to forgive you. I'm going to forgive you when you do wrong. I'm going to forgive you when you say things wrong to me. I'm going to forgive you, uh, catch this, when you do the unthinkable. 
because sometimes we do the unthinkable to one another. And so there's got to be that. And so let me share this with you all, this forgiving love. I want to make sure that I give you all this. And this is Bible here. Again, those of you who have been listening, you know that I'm a minister. So I'm going to share Bible with you. First Corinthians chapter 13, verses four through seven, the new living translation. It says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It's not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith. It's always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. That's love. If you can go through that with somebody in your marriage, if you can be that into somebody, what they bring to the table doesn't even matter because this talks about love being patient and kind. It's not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It sacrifices y'all. It's not irritable. It keeps no record of being wrong. It forgives. It forgives. This is what this, this verse is telling us. Love forgives. Love endures. Love goes through all of these things that love does that cannot be purchased. It cannot be negotiated. It cannot be brought to the table. That's got to be something that's just in you to love somebody to that degree where it's just in you. So let me close this out here. Let me close out this series here by telling you all. Um, I thank God for my wife. I thank God that I have somebody that I could love that much through all through, through, you know, having money, no money, uh, things being perfect, things being imperfect, us being in perfect harmony, us clashing at times, you know, and my wife and I don't clash often, but we're human. So we do clash sometimes, but through all of that, we just love each other. And because we love each other, we're willing to do whatever it takes to make each other happy. We're not perfect. We're not perfect, but we're perfectly joined together by God. And so it wasn't a really about what type of money I had, what type of money she had and so on and so forth. When we came together, we came to realize how much we loved each other, how well we fit together and how we didn't want to take another step without each other. We married for love and you should too. Listen, I hope you all enjoyed this series. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. We'd love to get your feedback on, on it if you don't mind sharing. Um, as always, we like to remind you, though, subscribe to the podcast so that you can be updated whenever we do a new uh, podcast. We would definitely love to have you as a subscriber. Share this on social media. Share it with your friends who you think it might uh, benefit. It might help them. Again, we encourage you to stop by our website. Website is www.krjministries.org www.krjministries.org. If you stop by there and check out our bookstore again for this particular series of podcasts, we encourage you to pick up the very first book that we wrote book called temporarily disconnected. Um, we talk about love. We talk about relationships. We talk about child rearing. I believe that that book will be a blessing to you. So then uh, just stop by the website for www.krjministries.org. Stop by there, pick up a copy of, of that book or any one of our books, and we do believe that you will be blessed. That's all the time that we have for the Purpose and Beyond podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this, and we will see you on next time. Be blessed.